Amen. He reigns in power. He reigns in might. He reigns in victory. He reigns in the day, and he reigns at night. He, he reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. Hallelujah. Psalm 42 says, As the deer pants for water, so my soul longs after thee. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Psalm 107 says, verse 9, For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Psalm 63 says, O God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where no water is for to see your power, not just your power, your power and your glory so as I have seen you in the sanctuary. And so this month, January of 2019, we seek first the kingdom and we seek first the king and we seek first everything that he brings and everything that he is and everything that he has. Well, we seek him and the things are just a byproduct. And somebody said, okay, but I'm not hungry. I don't feel hungry. You know, one of the greatest, uh, you could sit down if you want or you could keep standing. It would just be probably five more minutes. Um, the greatest hindrance to being hungry is eating. What does that mean? Well, that means my favorite food growing up was dessert. So if we'd ever go to a buffet, I didn't learn this right away, but I learned it pretty quick. You get a buffet, you're like, oh, good, as a kid, I can eat as much as I want. So you fill your whole plate up, and then you have no room for dessert. Because your parents say, you're not wasting that food, you're going to eat it. So I learned real quick, I just take a little bit of these so I have room for the dessert. Because I liked the dessert. <laughs> Somebody say, well, do you want more of this? Not until after I have the dessert. <laughs> you know, and sometimes I would eat dessert first, but normally my parents weren't thrilled about that. So um, what the point I'm trying to make is, if you are not hungry for the things of God and for God himself, perhaps you're eating some other things in place of where you should be eating. I can't use a dessert example, but <laughs> eating the proper nutrients. In other words, sometimes people will fast. I read a thing this week from Lisa Bevere, and she said she had a trouble being hungry for God. And she real and the Lord, she sought the Lord about it, and he said, You need to fast. And she said she found out, and she fasted not just food, but she fasted things that were distractions between her and the Lord. And she said, well, I did that for about a month. And she said, when I did that, I found I no longer had a hunger for those things, but I had this insatiable hunger for God and for his word. So you need to be hungry for God. I need to be hungry for God continually. But if you're constantly feeding on other things, you're going to fill your capacity up with other things, and you're going to cut off the ability of God's Word to have place in you. So I was, uh, I don't know, sometime in the last week or two, I was praying to the Lord about my own hunger 
And you know what happened is, I just started getting out some of these verses and meditating on some of these verses, and man, like a fire burned in my belly. Why? Well, because he is his word. And you just come with the word concerning what you want. It's like, I think it's one of the greatest secrets of um, God-filled Christianity is you find in the word what you need or what you want and you speak that and you meditate that and it that seed produces. So you can't do it by feeling like I don't feel hungry. Well, if you don't feel hungry... That means you need to read the word concerning the word and concerning hunger. Psalm 119 is my favorite concerning the word. Because it's like more precious to me than any amount of money. He said thousands of gold and silver, but that's thousands of years ago. You know how much money that is? Well, whatever you think, that's a lot of money. That's probably what he would be saying. It's more precious to me than lots and lots of money. And it's more sweeter to my, you know, this is for the sweet tooth people sweeter than honey to my lips. Psalm 119 is your precepts and your word and your way of doing things. And so um, we are seeking the Lord. And when you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. You say like, Lord, I'm waiting on you. No, 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 no. Jesus did everything that he did, and then he sat down at the right hand of God. He sat down like my work is finished in his God-filled flesh body, right? So now, uh, well, like, where do you go so you in the service at the right time? <laughs> So the work of Jesus was not completed on the earth. You know, he's on the cross. He says, it is finished. And sometimes people will say, well, that was it. He meant everything was done. Everything he was going to do was done. No, no. He's saying uh, he has completed fulfilling all of the old covenant. Uh, because then uh, he went to hell and he took sickness, disease, curse, everything on him. And then he went to hell and defeated hell. He wasn't done then. And then he came back and he spoke to the disciples for 40 days of things concerning the kingdom of God. He wasn't done then. And then he ascended. He wasn't done then. Because why? What was he doing? What did he tell the believers? He said, you wait until you be endued with power from on high. If I don't go away, I cannot send the comforter to you. But if I go away, I'll send him. So he went, he ascended, he sat at the right hand of the Father, and he sent his own spirit to live inside of us. Now, he has a heavenly ministry as well, but you know what I'm saying. He, you're not waiting on the Lord. He's waiting on you. The more um, you spend time with him and with his word, the more the things of God become real to you and tangible. And all of a sudden you start to see God in everything and everywhere. And so seek first. And if you don't feel like seeking, uh, maybe take those three scriptures I read. Psalm 42, Psalm 107, verse uh, 8. No, verse 9. And Psalm 63, verse one through three, you could say. And 
just meditate on those verses. In other words, you think about them and let them become real to you. And a hunger for the things of God will get a hold of you. You know, you actually hunger for what you feed on. So if you feed on a bunch of uh, secular things that are good secular things, you can give them the place that the Lord is supposed to have. And you won't be flourishing in your walk with the Lord. You understand? So I'm not talking about, well, of course you talk about like bad secular things, but I'm saying just secular things. Let's say, uh, <laughs> I was going to use something, but I don't do that. So it's kind of not fair, but that's the best example I have. Fishing. So you could go fishing. There's nothing bad about fishing. But you could fish all the time. Fish, 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 fish. To the exclusion of the Lord, your family. It's a good thing. It's fine to fish. Especially if you're hungry for fish. But you could fill yourself up with that. You kind of know what's inside yourself because of what you say. What you talk about on a consistent basis. So uh, let's stand if we would. Uh, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here this morning and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you've never uh, become part of the family of God. Uh, he has a place for you that is reserved specifically for you. There's a seat at the table for you. Uh, and he wants you to be an intimate part of, of him. If you're here and you don't know Jesus and you'd like to, just slip up your hand and, um, man, faster than you could snap your fingers, you're changed from darkness to light. If you're here and you've never been filled with the Spirit, uh, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, and you'd like to be, uh, man, what an awesome gift from God that just fills you to another level. If that's you and you'd like to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, slip up your hand. And lastly, if you're here and you were walking with the Lord, but you let other things come in and take the place that God, only God should have and deserves, and you'd like to come back, uh, we'd love to pray with you and for you. Just slip up your hand. Or if you, if you don't know if you're a Christian, You've gone to church, your life, you, you, you come and you do things, but you actually don't know. If you don't know, just slip up your hand. We'll pray with you and for you. Well, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you've brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light. And Father, we this month are setting aside extra time looking to you. Thank you that you are the God who speaks, that you're alive that you're acquainted with every way about us, every detail of our life. Oh, Father, help us not to uh, hold back, but expand our capacity to receive. Father, that we receive your increase, that we receive your assignment upon our life. We declare that we're not going backwards, but we're going forwards. That we're not drawing back, but we're pressing on in that we're not going to have uh, a year of lack and a year of, um, what is that? A year of the unknown. But, Father, that we are going to walk day by day, week by week, month by month, 
with you as our leader, as our guide, as our helper, as our friend. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for expanded capacity to receive in every area of our lives. We humble ourselves before you, Father. You do in us what you want to do. Help us to see areas where we have hindered your moving in our lives. Father, where we can turn to you wholeheartedly, 100%. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your provision for each and every person that's here, each and every family, each and every ministry. Father, I thank you that you provide in abundance all of our needs. Father, that we're well able to do your plan, to follow you, that money's not an issue with us, except where do we give it? Father, we thank you that you are the God of multiplication. We make you, you being Lord of our lives, you're Lord of our finance, you're Lord of our bodies, you're Lord of our marriages, you're Lord of our relationships. You are Lord. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. So, Father, I pray for each and every person right now that you give to us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowing you, in the deep and intimate knowledge of you, of your word, of your spirit, of your glory, of your ways, of your plan. Father, that we don't uh, hinder your plan, but Father, we carry the glory and we carry your word and we carry the fire. Father, I ask for opportunities this week for every person, every one of us, young and old, Father, to minister your love and your power in every situation. Hallelujah. And Father, we, we lift up our government in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for a move of your spirit in our government. In every branch, in every aisle, of every chamber of Congress, in every uh, executive department. Father, that your power, your anointing, and your word. Father, we, we pray that even the believers that are there now wouldn't be so tied to their own ideas and their own parties and their own thoughts but there would be like a great unity that comes from you that would sweep over our leaders. Father, we pray for words to be given them, words of life, words of love. Father, that in the halls of Congress and the halls of the White House and the halls of the courts, would it be like your manifestations of your love again and again. Father, that you'd give one side insight into the personal life and, and, and struggles of the other, Father, a compassion that only could come from you rising up. Father, we pray that you would arrest the attention of our leaders to dwell in unity, that we may live godly lives in all peace Father, we pray for the protection of all of those in authority. 
Father, we thank you for your angels on assignment. We just plead the blood of Jesus over everything that concerns them. Father, may the affections of our leaders turn towards you. May their hearts turn towards you. May the desire be for you and for your word. May their hunger, may it be like a, a thirst and a hunger for your things, like, you would, like we would thirst and hunger for food, that they would thirst for you, the living God. Father, that, that your word and your life and your power would have access into the innermost part of their beings. Father, for those that would resist you, we ask that you would uh, remove them and that we would, you would raise up leaders that would submit themselves unto you. Father, we pray that our leaders wouldn't be so party conscious, but they would be God conscious and love of God conscious and power of God conscious and anointing of God conscious. Father, we pray for a great awakening among the staffs. Father, for the staffs that are, 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 are drawn out and tired. Father, that you would just uh, alert them and awaken them unto your power, unto your freedom, unto your glory, and the rest and refreshing that come with you. Father, we thank you. We thank you. And we come against the forces of darkness that would try to destroy this nation. We come against the forces of darkness that would uh, have uh, tried to grab hold of the media and, and um, partisan politics, the forces that are behind all of that. In the name of Jesus, this country is of the people and by the people and for the people. And that means the people have authority. And Jesus gave us authority. And so in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Satan and all of your uh, 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 masses that try to control, we command you to stop in the name of Jesus. You, you stop doing that. You cease. This land belongs to us, and the government shall be upon the shoulders of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, Father, we pray those that are in positions of authority that you'd give them boldness to speak, utterance to speak for you. And, Father, that those words would cut and penetrate in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we pray those rising up. We pray that you'd send laborers, actually connections of those anointed of you, into, into Congress, into the Senate, into the House, into the White House, into the courts. Father, that there be like a great influence of those that are anointed to speak your word and that that word spoken will drive out the darkness. When the light comes, the darkness flees. So, Father, we thank you for light, the light of the gospel in every corner, in every part of the leadership of this nation. to the place where we could sing it. God, I look to you. 
testimony and then if there's nothing else we'll finish so yeah, I'll just ask you a question and you can answer my question is that, so, is that an easy way to do it so don't be nervous just ask my question um, so what did you ask the Lord about uh, was it this week I was asking the Lord to interpret tongues and so or to prophesy inspired utterance and so then, uh, what happened this morning? I was praying in the Holy Spirit, and I asked the Lord to help me interpret tongues, and I had this urge inside of me to, it was healing. And then I said, healing, amen. And then Daddy said, anybody who needs healing, come on up. Amen. You can sit down. Praise the Lord. So, you know, we're doing this series in March. Speak. I'm so excited about it. You know the Lord if you're a believer. And he certainly knows you. And um, you don't have because you don't ask. Not because he's holding back on you. So you, you ask, it gives him uh, uh, authority for that to show up in your life. So uh, don't make your relationship with the Lord some big um, hyper-spiritual thing. It's the most normal thing in the world for you to talk to the Lord and for the Lord to talk to you and you to grab hold of what he's saying. And so he has something for each of us every single day. Amen. Amen. 